This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and has trouble listening to the sound of her own voice. This is Ryan Stanger, certified personal trainer and sunlight dapple admirer. And you found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes, like today, information. Yes. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Bum, bum, bum. Ask and ye shall receive. We asked for your questions and they came in. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man, we have a lot of questions. Some would say so many questions, we need two episodes. What do you think? Yeah, I think probably what'll happen because we want to answer them all. And I know people were excited because they were, it was promised that they would be answered on this week's show. Mm-hmm. And so I will we'll answer all the questions, jokes or not, but we may have to break it up into two episodes. So if you ask something, rest assured, if it's, if it's not touched on this episode, it will be when we do a follow up to this, but we'll, we'll break up, you know, because people like a little variety they want a little you know listener question episode they want something with a guest they want something they tried we at home the- you went to the gym yeah so i tried to do it, the voice i couldn't do it i, you I did can't great. do that voice well, who is that is that a new york no i think i mean it's some kind of new york it's some kind of you it's know, like a hack. gangster right yeah hey how you doing <laughs> this fucking guy um, that's, some kind of hacky. That's shit. that guy from Sister Act. Um, that sh- she has to get away from. He's like the mob boss. And Sister Act, I love Sister Act. I can't. You remember. can't place the guy. I mean, he people are so upset about why I can't remember this guy's name because I think he's like that's his main job is to be this guy in a movie, like a fast talking. Like yeah, New York, New uh, New York gangster guy. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Harvey Keitel, Vince. Oh, Harvey Keitel. Is that his name? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah he's an amazing actor and definitely yes. does a lot of New York stuff. I I forgot he was in Sister Act. Yeah, That's, he's the wow. reason she has to go to be a nun. He's the heavy that she's hiding out yep, from. You got it. That's what they call him, the heavy. Anyways, I love what's up, Goldberg? Oh my she had gosh. a run there where she, I loved like going to her movies and when, especially when she was doing a lot of movies and fun comedies and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I, I really love, I, we just watched sister act and sister act two in this house. Back it's in a, the habit. Yep. Um, sister act two, not as strong. How does it hold up? I remember it not being as strong. You know, I will say it, it doesn't have as many performances as I remember, mm. but the final there's like a performance in the middle and then a performance at the end that I'm like, there it is. Like, yes, this is worth it. But it is a long movie where you're like, when are they going to sing though? Yeah. So it's fun. Mm. Does, okay. it, does it hold up? It's not as strong. The first one is good, but it's, it's fun. And Lauren Hill can sing. My, oh God. my God. It's incredible. So she absolutely can. Well, that's, Handles our movie talk for this yep. episode. Something else will come up, though. It always does. I like that Aaron was involved. Um, I, me too. My God, me too. I watched freaking Ratatouille. I was like, I got to be able to do Ratatouille references. I got to stop lying about Did you watch Ratatouille? Ratatouille? 
I watched Ratatouille. That movie does not land for me. I, I, but I did watch it and I did like the second half, but the first half where I'm like, this fucking rat controls him by his hair. I can't. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I never watched it again. He, he cannot communicate to the humans though. Right. Right. He can not, only talk to other rats. Right. And so he just like, he can communicate with body language, I guess. Yeah, He's but, good at that. But it's just the fact, like when he starts moving the kid's arms with his hair, I was like, I could, I can't, I can't, but here we are. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the it. fact that it's a, a cartoon kind of helps it a little bit, I guess it's not. It's not like some deadly serious live action drama where a rat's control. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, they remake they, that one into a live action. <laughs> they might. Um, they might. There's, there's the uh, Rakakuni stuff in um, everywhere. Oh, yeah. All, everywhere. All everything at once. everywhere. Yes, all at once. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is that <laughs> Rakakuni? That's what that's joking on. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because she she gets the name wrong. Rakakuni. And then, and then it like there's, you know, in one of the like fucking multiverses, there actually is that happening. But um I I will say it's a marvel in storytelling for Pixar and Brad Bird, who wrote and directed that movie, to be able to show you how this rat is communicating with this human and how he's gonna ultimately do it. Cause it would if somebody pitched that to me, I'd be like, Jesus, where do you even fucking start? He can't talk to the guy. He's, how are he, how is he going to know. know that this rat entrust this rat to be a good chef, you know? Yeah, no, it is. It, it would be a hard sell in the pitch room, but it does it. like you do understand what's happening. And I think yes. that's a feat in and yeah. of itself. Is that like, <laughs> shit, I actually follow what's fucking happening here. But I did like when all the rats like made, came together and like, you know, made the food par- parents and brother that likes to eat junk or whatever. Yeah. Garbage and stuff. <laughs> God, I identified with that, that big guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's like, no, 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 you need to savor it. And he's like, Nope, I'm good. <laughs> so that was fun. The, the rat, the main rat Remy, right? Is that his name? Mm, great question. I, I just so. call I, all the rats ratatouille. He's definitely, um, shitting in that guy's hair. I mean, rats are, <laughs> Oh my God. It's not yeah. his fault, but I mean, he doesn't have a little rat toilet or anything. I mean, no. he's taking shits up there, yeah. especially like a long kitchen shift. <laughs> Dropping I mean, a couple of rat deuces up in that fucking chef hat. I mean, and does he go with that guy when he takes a shit? Does he help him with it? Little, I think the guy's little got hair a tug, little hair tug here, a little hair. The guy didn't know how to shit, maybe, but I think he knows. <laughs> oh my god! Well, welcome to the dumbbells questions. <laughs> it's a comedy fitness podcast. Relaxer. Wait, I do. I will say because um, now I'm really excited because I know all the movies you're talking about. That part in Everything Everywhere with the hot dog fingers. I yeah. think about the hot dog finger scenes constantly. That was insane and hilarious and how you know interesting yeah Yeah. so that was well acted all of it yeah Uh, some would say oscar winning acting certainly was yeah uh do you like hot dogs um i like 
Yeah, actually, I'm gonna say yes. Is I that think a I kind of like them if they're if they're good? I like you know like they're a good version of it. You know, maybe yeah. grilled or something or. You know, I don't. I I wouldn't just go get like a Dodger dog. Those don't sound very good to me. Oh, I was gonna say that's where I I like them the most. But I did are you those those aren't good though, aren't they? No, they are good. They They're actually good? are really oh. good. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I'll get two. How about that? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Double dog dare you. Oh my gosh. Um. It's better than nachos in a hat. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Um. No, did you ever, as a kid, did you guys have um, macaroni and cheese with hot dogs in it? Never at my house, but I, I had it before, and I know that it was a kid food, and it was on my radar, but man, my mom was, didn't really make mac and cheese that much. That was, uh, that was like when we were running low on money. That was our dinner, <laughs> and yeah. we had it a lot, but God, I maybe I'll make that. Maybe I'll make it and just have maybe a Maybe I'll make that? Okay. Busted. <laughs> Busted. I barely speak English. Yeah, this uh, is... Uh, maybe I, I make that. <laughs> I set a precedent now. Anytime I mess up, I'll have to be called out on it. But Oh, yeah. You're it's right. It's dangerous when you do that you know, for a quick joke because then you know everybody's paying attention. Yep. Everybody's hypervigilant. <laughs> That's me, hypervigilant. Except I am. When someone burns me, then I do become hypervigilant. <laughs> <laughs> so it's normal. It's yeah, normal. So normal. So Stinger, um, any updates or do you want to get right into these questions? Not a ton of updates on my end. I mean, everything's going good. I'm sticking with the stuff that people already know. A lot of hit protocol, um, resistance training, you know, watching what I'm eating that kind of shit. I, I, I told, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show, but I told you, I want to get a cold plunge. I'm in the process of kind oh, of yeah, getting one at your house, right? Yeah. Figuring all that out. Um, and you know, the fact, I think I already talked about this, that there, I found there's multiple ones that have like filtration systems. So you can use the same water for a long time. Oh yeah. Which, you actually, that was an issue for me. I didn't, I didn't like the idea of like having to fill up a trash can with, you know, cause it's like, <laughs> the, you know, portable plunge or whatever. And it's just basically a fucking trash can. It's like, I don't need your stupid <laughs> name on this. I have my own branded by the city. All right. So <laughs> and just with all the drought stuff in LA, it just seemed ridiculous. Like filling like this giant, are we, can. are we still in a drought? Cause it yeah. will not stop raining. Yeah, I guess it's maddening. I won't go into too much of a, get on too much of a soapbox for this, but it has to do with our groundwater, which is water underground. And it's really hard to replenish that. And for some reason, the water that falls on top of the ground, they cannot capture. <clears throat> so that water goes into our reservoirs. Uh, and then they have to release a lot of it like into the ocean. Um, mm. And you'll have like water experts that will talk and be like, you know, it does seem, you know, technically we did have 187 days of rain. We had water fill our reservoirs, but unfortunately it's not, it hasn't replenished our groundwater. So we're still in a severe drought situation. And it's like, motherfucker, figure out how to get the rainwater into the groundwater. Yes. Uh, there's somebody out there that can fucking do it. And I feel like we just like sit on our asses 
and then like doesn't rain for two years, and then we'll have some crazy <laughs> right. wet winter. Wet. Oh, there you go. Oh, wet winter. We'll have a uncharacteristic wet winter, <laughs> and we won't be prepared at all because. Your the concentration on your face while you said that <laughs> it hurt my it hurt my brain. <laughs> well, that sucks. Yeah. So he's just like what engineers, civil engineers, whatever it is, figure it out fucking now. Yeah. So that if we have ten days of random rain again, we, we can, get to keep it. We get to keep it. God. Well. Yeah, and then there's like it has to do with the snowpack. You know, and the water trickles down from the mountains, and then how cold it stays so that it doesn't melt too fast, blah, blah, blah. So snow and all this shit. All these weird factors. And I guess, you know, California is technically a desert, yet we, you know, supply most of the United States with food. So you'd think that, like, maybe the federal government would get involved, too, and like, hey, let's figure out how to save the rain Yeah, help that falls in sad. California. Sad fucks. <laughs> Since we do eat all their fucking avocados and shit that come out of Yeah. There. We're hooking yeah. it and y'all are leaving us high and dry over you. Um, anyway. Well, I don't remember what got it, got us on that other than, oh yeah, you at a cold plunge. Yeah, you did so, talk yeah. about the cold plunge on our physical 100 episode. So, okay. So keep us posted because I'll keep you posted. I want to get that going. There's, you know, still. Still need to decide on one and then maybe figure out some electricity stuff. Yeah. Even though most of them, I think, are run on a 120 volt. I may, I've seen some recos for having a dedicated breaker. So, but I got a good electrician and I have some stuff already running out there because I'll put it by where my sauna is. Man. Okay. You're going to have a little Equinox at your house. That'll be. Yeah. So in regards to the cold plunge. Uh, everybody keep their fingers crossed. Yes. It should be on your mind, frontmost, foremost. Frontmost, <laughs> foremost. Burp, burp. Have fun with that, burp, burp. that I get a cold plunge <laughs> at my house. <laughs> Man. That should be your charity that you donate to. Get Stanger a cold plunge at his house. <laughs> Jesus. A fucking... <laughs> To make me even more unrelatable. Unrelatable Stanger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's heard of mac and cheese with hot dogs. Sure. I had it. I said I fucking had it. Just my mom wasn't making a ton of that shit. You know, my parents, my parents owned restaurants and shit. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah. Okay. Nothing, I mean, nothing crazy fancy. They were like steak, prime rib, seafood type restaurants. So they had good food. They had two of them at one time in Idaho, but we struggled. Like even like on a good year, they would break even type deal and they usually lost money. Um, so it was Damn. like this kind of like failed Idaho restaurant endeavor <laughs> <laughs> that they went on when they were younger than me now, which trips me out. Yeah. Cause I think about them, yep. you know, like what an adventure for them. Like we're going to leave California, move up to Idaho see if we can get in the restaurant business. <laughs> I mean, good for them for trying. Yeah, it's pretty you know? cool. I mean, I, I think they definitely learned a lot. Um, but I, I've made the joke before, but as a kid, 
I, you know, we would be in there because my parents were, you know, bartending and they would do all the jobs and they definitely had a staff, but they were, you know, integral to the operation running there. My mom's baking cheesecakes and all kinds of shit. But so you just get used to like ordering off the menu because we'd just be little kids in there. And so I would get, you know, steak and Alaskan king crab and that kind of stuff. And well, that's why they're not making money. They're selling the good stuff. (laughs) They're selling the good stuff. But then once, uh, once we, once they left that and then we moved back to California, they would do more traditional kind of kid type food. And my sister and I were like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't want to, I'm not going to eat this shit. What's <laughs> my Alaskan fucking... king crab, please, mother? Yeah. What is that? I'm not going to eat. What is this? <laughs> fucking tater tots? Get this shit out of here. So it's definitely an adjustment that happened as we got, you know, we adjusted to the altitude of um, civilian food. Civilian food, little chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. That's the good stuff. Well, they're called chickasauruses. Interesting. Some people say dino nuggets. I say chickasaurus. Uh, go ahead. Stinger the the forever. What's that word where you only want to do the opposite of what everyone else is doing? Ooh. Is there a word for that? I want to know it. Yeah, there is a word for it. Crap. Well, you know, that's what, in a minute it'll come to me and I'll scream it into the microphone. I mean, you're like a, there's like a, you could be a provocateur, like an agent provocateur where you're trying to like upset people, <laughs> get shit going, rile shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's fine. Maybe that's the word. It's not the word I was thinking. Cause that doesn't, you know, you know, when you find that word and you're like, that's it, it doesn't yeah. do that to me. Okay. Um, but Okay. I had this question pulled up, so I wanted to ask it before we got too far away from your hit training conversation, because that was one of the questions. Um, Do do you think people like it when you shout out their handle or no? I think they do. I think I always struggle if it's it's not personal or like private or something. Yeah. I mean, if they're posting on a page or something, you know. Okay, well, Mark himself, 46, said, Stanger mentioned new studies slash data on positivity of HIT. Can you talk more on that? Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Um, You you know, a resource I use a lot, and I've mentioned her on the show before, is this um, uh, longevity kind of expert. She has a podcast. Her name's Dr. Rhonda Patrick. She has a podcast and a newsletter, the podcast and the newsletter and her kind of um, media or like her, you know, social network handle is found my fitness. And so she posts a lot of these and, you know, she started her, um, started her career in research on like fruit flies and shit. And, you know, I, I don't know. So she's really does a lot of research, knows how to read clinical trials and, you know, different studies. And so she was one of the early kind of um, uh, proponents of sauna use. And um, I'll cite her a lot as like a reference that I use. So you could definitely go to her for more detailed information, but to hear my kind of dumbed down version of it. um, A couple I read, one was um, uh, how it affected people's um, serotonin and their blood level. And that affected like their uh, inhibitions in a positive way. So 
um, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're less likely to be uninhibited with your, the choices you make. If you're, you know, regularly doing high intensity interval training and get this, getting this kind of serotonin boost, which I thought was kind of cool. Another one I read is, I don't know if you guys are up on it, but there's been changes in the way that they study Alzheimer's and dementia and how they understand it. Now, there was like this kind of breakthrough um, finding in research to where they were able to tie, uh, years ago this happened, they were able to tie Alzheimer's to a buildup of amyloid plaque in people's brain. And so all the um, efforts in trying to kind of cure it or slow it involved this original paper that just kept making the rounds, tons of money spent by big farm companies. And recently it's been kind of debunked. The guy falsified some research and people just kind of kept rolling with it. And so a lot of time was wasted because this has been something that like people have been trying to solve for a long time and they hadn't been able to make any headway. Any kind of drug that looked promising would fall flat in the clinical trials. And so then now recently there's been some research and they've found that there's a, there's a breakdown that happens in the blood brain barrier and it has to do with vascular health. And so it, like people are were losing their kind of vascular health the blood wasn't pumping the way it should and that was affecting their you know their their brain volume and you know different factors and so they found that doing <clears throat> high intensity interval training increased the the blood pumping in a positive way and so it was able to pass through that blood brain barrier and increase uh your let me find the exact right words for it um increase your production of uh, brain derived uh, nootrophic factor. And so that's all that's, you know, important for your overall brain health. And they've also found that people that suffer from chronic high blood pressure have issues and more often than not will develop dementia or Alzheimer's disease to a much higher degree than people that don't. Mm. especially people that are experiencing high blood pressure at a young age, like in their, you know, in their midlife, you know, thirties, late twenties to, you know, sixties. Like if you're dealing with a lot of high blood pressure and you're not addressing that, it ups your chances significantly of developing, you know, one of those horrible, you know, late stage, you know, disease that affects your quality of life. Yeah. So a way that you can kind of, you know, control your, um, blood pressure naturally, obviously there's great medication for that, but naturally is by doing high intensity interval training mm -hmm. at all. You know, the more okay. fit you are, the more you increase your VO two max, your max heart rate, your recovery time and all that, the better your blood pressure is going to be. And so, yeah. So regular practice of that stuff. And then there's a whole, those are the, the most recent ones that I was kind of talking about. And then there's a whole host of other ones that you can go and look, and it's just, it's one of those like kind of shitty things with exercise. Well, it's a great thing because it's really a panacea of, of health benefits, but it usually has to be hard to be really good. <laughs> Man. <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff that's gentle that you can do that you get great benefit from. It also is important to do regular exercise, even if it's easy to improve your self-efficacy and, you know, make mm -hmm. sure that you show up and do it. 
But a lot of times stuff that, that challenges you, you get like some huge, you know, health benefit from. So it's this stuff that's a little like, woo. And that doesn't mean it has to be seven days a week or you have to beat the shit out of yourself, but yeah. you know, touching that, you know, touching that void a little bit can be, you know, you can get some benefit from it. Yeah. I was, you know, I was looking up some stuff about hit training. Cause that is like, I think I enjoy it very much, but it does, it does have a, an easily addictive uh, quality to, for my personality. And, uh, and so I like don't want to do it right now, but I also have found that I miss it and will do it. But I, I just do it for like 20 minutes, 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. I think, yeah. Even 10 minutes. Yeah. That's what I, uh, that's what I have found that has like kind of gotten me like to not hate it again is to just do 15, 20 once every couple weeks for me, that's what, where I'm at with it. But I do know I feel really good when I do it, like after. <laughs> yeah, and it's also you got to be careful with it too because you can do too much, and yeah. then that can have, that can have negative detrimental effects, and especially if you're trying to like if you're doing hypertrophy and you're trying to put some muscle on, you know, going to the well too much on the the hit can be you know ultimately detrimental. So it's just a matter of finding that kind of balance, you know, to where you do it, you challenge yourself, you don't dread it but also you don't, you don't overdo it, you know? Right. Right. So, yeah. I would also say I find it helpful to have a guide, like some sort of trainer or like I am a trainer, so I will train it, like plan it for myself. But I, even then I still want to bail usually seven minutes in. So I'll like record myself doing it so that I at least have some accountability. Cause I want yeah. to, I, I, that kind of thing is hard for me to like continue to push after that initial, like kind of adrenaline rush. And so those are, you know, I don't, whatever works for you as a person, um, get your buddy to do it with you. If that helps, you know, any sort of hacks there. Yeah, I think that's good. And I definitely have some kind of blueprint in place. You can look it up. There's a bunch of different ones you can try online. I've described the one that I've been doing. Um, there's shorter ones. There's Tabatas, you know, where you're doing 20 seconds hard, 10 seconds off um, for, you know, two rounds of eight. Um, so 16 total bursts, you know, hitting around that 20 minute mark. Um, and so, you know, there's all different stuff you can try, but definitely at the very least have a blueprint. So, you know, when you're done, yeah. you know, so it's, that can really help. Cause otherwise, if you're like, I'm just going to go and see how I feel, you know, you'll, you'll probably stop early versus like, nah, come on, get to the, get to the finish line here. Yeah. Um, well, is that good? Should we move on and move on, move on. Okay. Um, Okay, this is, I think, I just remembered why I don't always say the name because I don't know how to say some of these because some of these, I don't know. Is it a name? Is it a not a name? Okay, A. Currylack responded and asked this question. Are there any fitness podcasts either of you listen to? Stanger, what about you? Well, um... I mean, found my fitness, this, she, she has a good podcast. I don't always listen oh, the to Dr. Rhonda one. 
Yeah, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, yeah. because it can be a little dry and, um, you know, information laden. Um, but if it's something like a topic that I'm really interested in, I'll, I'll definitely take a listen to, and there's, there's tons of good information. She usually gives some kind of actionable ad- advice, but not always, you know, so it can be kind of maddening over you, you get this info and you're like, okay, now how can I, what can I do with this? You know, <laughs> um, they're not always saying like, Hey, do this and do that. And, you know, probably for good reason, because there's, you know, that, that information may not be known yet. But that one I'll kind of listen to occasionally. I don't listen to any of the real fitness specific ones um, just because I don't care about, you know, what people's workouts are and stuff that much unless there's there's some kind of real science behind it. You know, I've, I've spent a lot of time in the gym. I don't need to know like what, you know, this is how you grow your back. <laughs> listen. <laughs> You do this, you do that, you know, we did this, um, the drive, I think with Dr. Peter Atia, you know, again, for me, it's mostly, it's more these kind of like longevity people. That's what I'm kind of interested in, but right. you know, these guys need to also fill up podcasts <clears throat> and create content. And so, you know, the stuff always, it isn't always you know, you, or you just got to throw some of this shit out because it's like, uh, you know, the virtues of vitamin C or, you know, some shit that's for you. It's like, okay, I got it. Well, I, okay. So I, I feel like I've talked about this. I have a hard time. I like my podcast to be different than what I talk about all day. Right. Long. There's that for me too. Go yeah. Ahead. What is up, Bell Babies? It's Aaron interrupting the episode today to talk to you guys about one of our favorite sponsors, Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I became a host on the Dumbbells and Stinger loved Athletic Greens. He hooked it up. I got hooked up with Athletic Greens. Here, I started taking it every day. I started noticing a really big difference in my digestive and gut health. And then I started, you know, preaching to my household and now my husband is taking athletic greens. So now I have to get double, (laughs) but it is really worth it. Okay. So what is athletic greens? With one scoop of athletic greens, you are getting 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, your focus, and aging. All the things. This is a, a simple way to just get a good boost in the morning. That's that's when I take my athletic greens. First thing in the morning, when I'm getting my coffee, get my athletic greens, and I start my day kind of ahead. I feel like I I'm ahead of the curve. Now, it's lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, you're good. It contains less than one gram of sugar, has no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Oh yeah, it has like a like a mild tropical flavor that does taste like you are a healthy person. Like you feel like, wow, I'm a healthy person, but it's still yummy, if that makes sense. I feel like you'll understand when you taste it. Um, It also supports better sleep quality and recovery and mental clarity and alertness. I mean, don't we all 
need all of those things. Um, There's also, if you get a subscription, your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which is so important to add in, especially if you're not getting the sunlight you need. Okay. So let's talk price. You're probably thinking, wow, this is going to be a really expensive situation, but it costs you less than $3 a day. And if Stinger was here, he would say, isn't that less than your cold brew habit? And it, yes, but you're investing in your health. And so it, and it is cheaper than your cold brew habit. So, and it actually gives you things instead of taking from you. Like I think cold brew does. Um, it is also, it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements it provides. So then you just get it all in one and you get to save a little cash. And let's be honest, you're investing in your body in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Okay. So go check out, they have like, so like over 7,000 five-star reviews. If you're a review reader, hit it up, check it out right now. It is time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's get back to the episode. So like I I like I have I subscribed to the Huberman uh, lab, which is way over my head. But I feel like if I just listen to it over and over, I will um, get some of it inside my head. Um, But I definitely am. You know, there are some that I'm I like would. I'd be like, oh, like maintenance phase. I've heard really good things about that podcast. I haven't listened to it, so I don't know if it's great. But it's like, people love it. I'm, you know, that's a podcast where people talk about health and wellness. And so try that one, you know. But I I listen to murder podcasts and... um and this one to get us, uh, you know, one more person on the train. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I, I also have taken a break from listening to podcasts and I've been like doing books. So I don't, yeah. um, I think I needed a little break from, from just people chit chatting. I get it. <laughs> Andrew Huberman. I no, I agree. I Andrew Huberman, the Huberman lab. I listen to occasionally some of his. He's doing research out in Stanford. So it's it's out at Stanford. It's pretty cool because he's actually doing the the research, you know. Yeah. Um, and he's fit himself and tries a lot of it. And that's another thing about Rhonda Patrick, too, is that she also is doing what she's saying, you know, like she's kind of using herself as a case study too. So those ones are good. But again, like I don't, you know, I mean, these guys will wear like, you know, uh, GCM, like a constant glucose monitor and everybody will be really excited about that. And then you'll kind of read more on that or hear more about that. And you're like, well, you know, it's not necessarily that useful because 
you know, everybody responds differently and like your, your, your glucose levels could immediately stabilize. So if you don't have an issue with your blood glucose, then does it matter that it spikes really high for, you know, a short amount of time right after you eat something and then stabilizes versus somebody that doesn't. And is there, does it really matter if you're, you know, if you're constantly monitoring that, I don't know. So you kind of like, you know, and then, so you can get all excited about something and then, you know, then they kind of throw out all the data when they get more information and Mm -hmm. you're like, well, that was a waste of money and (laughs) And no paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Seth's door asked thoughts on Andrew Huberman being the in quotes, hot new doc, kind of like Rhonda Patrick on social media. So that's we, a good segue. We, we kind of answered think? it. But I, how, I, how do you feel about him being a, the hot new doc? I can't even think of what he looks like. Is he good I've got looking? It. Uh, listen, he's I not will bad say, looking, right? I think he's he's good looking. Okay, so it does look like he now has some sort of beard situation. Um, I think the beard is definitely the move for him. Um, yeah, you know he's a, okay. He's a kind of look here. This is too. I mean, you can. Oh yeah, no, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, he's not bad looking. I, yeah, he is. I mean, I I'm grateful if a if a doctor is hot, I'll, I'll go to that doctor. You know, I'm not trying to go to. Just he's not an MD though. I know. I'm just I'm just making jokes. <laughs> Hot doc. <laughs> I Jason, have a doctor, my rheumatologist. She's beautiful. Whoa! Wow. Shots she's a great fired. doctor. She's a great, <laughs> like an amazing doctor, and and like really accessible, and just like one of the best doctors I've ever had. And then, but she'll call sometimes with like results or whatever, and she'll be like, "Hey, Ryan, it's Susan." And I'm always like, oh, oh, oh the, the doctor, you know, like it's all just weird to have some, <laughs> to have a beautiful doctor. <laughs> yeah. Who's like, I respect her as a doctor right. more than I think she's beautiful, but it just, it is kind of, you're just definitely kind of like, Hmm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> no. Um, Jason has a doctor that I, he always, he kind of reminds me of like a skinny Harry Potter. And, um, and, and see, listen, Harry Potter's not exactly, I know. So that just tells you how skinny he is. He's really skinny, but he wears like fun socks when he's not wearing his like, you know, scrubs. And I really wanted him to marry my best friend, but he got married at some point throughout the year and a half. Me and Jason went to him. So mm. now he wears a giant wedding ring. It's giant. And like, Men don't normally wear like giant wedding rings. So this, and he's again, tiny, he's a tiny guy. And, but such a a, good doctor, a normal sized ring, maybe. And he's just so (laughs) maybe, maybe that's a great question. We'll see him this week. So I'll, I'll ask him. (laughs) We'll see if Jason will can try on the ring so I can get a good, a good eye on it. Um, okay. Let's get him on bulk. We're not mad about this doctor. Get him on a bulk. <laughs> yeah, I like I like a hot doctor. I'm not mad about it. Thanks for asking. Yeah, it's a great question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, now I looked him up, so that's fun. Okay. Let's see. Ooh, I like this question. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. No, Red I got a few more thoughts on, you know, Huberman. <laughs> Huberman's 
face. Okay. Red flags to look for when finding my first trainer. That's a great question. I love this question. I have, ooh, okay. I'm so sorry. And this just leads right into the day I've had Stanger. So I'm going to talk for a second. Do it. I've I've blabbed about (laughs) brain-derived nootropic factors for a long time. I mean, you sound really smart. So if you if you want to start a podcast, I'll subscribe. <laughs> okay. Okay. I went, okay. I go to LA Fitness for my gym. They called me last week and they said, you are the thousandth person to come into LA Fitness today. So you win a personal training session. And I was like, because it came up on my phone and it said, LA fitness. So I was like, okay, this is actually LA fitness calling me. So I, I laughed. I was like, ha that's crazy. And he was like, I know. So when do you want to come in? We schedule it. I go in today. It was my session. I was really excited because I plan my own t- workouts and I have to push myself. So I was really excited to have someone else take the reins. Of course. And, um, then, so I sit down with this woman and she was like, okay, great. Well, I'll just have you step on the scale. And I was like one in the afternoon. I'm wearing a sweatshirt and a fanny pack. It, it's one in the afternoon. I'm not weighing myself at one in the afternoon. I am a grown woman. I know that the number will be different than in the morning, but I still didn't want to do it. Okay. Also, at this moment, I had a little ping of PTSD where I was like, no. So I told her no. Then she was like, okay, here's the body fat body fat scanner, which I can't, I don't believe that these handheld one, I don't believe that they really work, but I also understand that they're used as a tool. So if it goes down and goes down, if it goes up, it goes up. Great. Cool. I was like, no, I'm okay. Thank you so much. And she was like, okay, well, um, she was a little like stunted in what to do next. Um, so she like, kind of like asked me to like guess my, weight and body fat. So I do. And then, so then she was like, okay. So she pulls up on her computer, this like, like all of the different bodies at different body fat percentages. And she was like, okay, point to the one you want to have for yourself. (laughs) And I was like, oh man, I'm, and I was like, you know, I actually am good with everything. Um, I just, you know, I was really excited to work out and she was like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. So we did eventually get to that, but I, and I don't think she was doing anything like super wrong. I was just like very much aware of the fact that I am not looking for a personal trainer to track my progress. I'm looking for a personal trainer, like in those, in like weight and and body fat, maybe strength, maybe like what I can lift, all that stuff. Great. But I just really was like this. Also the, the price was insane to me for what they offer. And then you have to sign an 11 month contract with the trainer, with a trainer. Wow. Now you can try different trainers, but if you try all of the trainers they have and you like none of them, you still, you still have a yes. And if you want out early, you have to pay 
50% of what you owe left for the entire time at that moment. I was shaken. So I don't think this woman did anything super wrong. I definitely hated the way that like LA fitness went around, like being like, and then I started thinking like, Oh, they probably call everyone and say this. Like yeah, for sure. I, I was not the thousandth person. It, it, I went in at six 30 in the morning. I was hopefully to God, not the thousandth person that was in there, but it was so sad. And like, I, I she literally trained me for 15 minutes. So I like yeah. put, I was like, this is going to be my workout today. I'm so happy. And then it was 15 minutes. And I was, then she wanted to talk more about me. Good. You for 11 months. Yeah. Getting there. Oh God. I was so upset. How so, much was 11 months? I think it was like, oh, I have a picture of it. Hold on. I wonder how I, they landed on 11 months too. Like, why not just go for the full year? Is that like- I know, I know. Scares people off or something. I, <laughs> There's some kind of like weird, like focus group study they did. where like, no, 12 months, full year is too much, but 11 months people- <laughs> Yeah, were, people love that. Yeah. So for one time a week, it's $65 per session- so that's $260 a month. Now, here's the kicker to me is that the sessions are 25 minutes long. Oh my God. I, and then, oh, but she said, but you know, like your trainer will give you cardio to do after. And I was like, and I'm still, uh, they're on the clock. They're going to be with me. No. Oh, okay. So they just tell me that's to also- go creative phrasing, give you cardio. You mean he'll just tell me to run on the treadmill for 25 minutes? Yes. So she's like, so it's, it's an exactly. hour total. And I'm like, that's not an hour total. I'm not doing 35 minutes of cardio on my own and paying you. I said so. treadmill. <laughs> you didn't I know, bust I, me on it. I treadmill. You didn't bust point, me on it and I love you for it. <laughs> it's you know you're getting yours and every like you've messed up like 40 words and i only did like one right so, uh yeah if no, so even people, if that people will come for you okay so what is the red flag here i will say that she navigated everything i threw at her very with professionalism and she trained the 15 minutes we did have she was not annoyingly, uh, like she wasn't annoyingly like, it was like cheerleader, cheerleadery without like she encouraged me, but it wasn't like annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say I just thought about my, if I have not had an eating disorder past, I feel like I have had, um, yeah, like I haven't been diagnosed eating disorder. I probably, I, I'm sure someone somewhere would say, um, ah, you probably do. Um, but I have not been diagnosed and going to this, like being that kind of walking into a corporate gym and having them try to just like get you to step on a scale. The first thing I just hated with every part of me for anyone that I have ever known that is, has struggled with any of that stuff. And then to know that, like, to not know that was not part of any of the conversation leading up to it. It was literally come for a personal training session. And next thing I know I'm being, Hey, step on the scale. Let's see 
how, how fat you are, how much of your body is fat and how much of your body is lean. Cool. Point to the body you like. Like, I was just like, triggers, trigger, trigger, trigger. So I would say red flag. One, one is, oh God, if, where's the red flag here? Is it if they don't listen to you? That's a bad I mean, one. What jumps out at me, and I've mentioned it before on the show in regards to trainers and what you should look for is the number one thing that they should do is sit down with you and ask you what you want from the training session, what you want, like, what are your goals before any scales, before any calipers, before pointing at pictures or whatever that is, what do you want out of this? What do you want? Um, because they may not be the trainer for you and they could determine that right away. Oh, this person wants to get better at rock climbing. Well, I've done that one time poorly and, <laughs> but we have somebody in here that does that or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So you just don't, you just don't know. And if they're not asking you that number one, like, you know, just the goals, like what you want, red flag, red flag. And uh, you guys weren't being watched, right? Mm-mm. So it's even if, even if there is some kind of like, you know, corporate policy to where it's like, get them on the scale. Number one, do this. You know, I would imagine there's, they're probably not having LA fitness watchdogs, you know, come in and be fake, right. you know, people. So I think them just, cause right away that's going to connect you to each other and they're going to know what you want. And then once you deter, once they determine what you want, cause the scale may not even be important. You may, you may be like, I love my weight. I want to, you know, do this or I want to do that. So then you wouldn't even have to weigh the person may not, it may be the, the last thing on their list. So if they're not asking you your goals, number one, that's a red flag. Number two, and this kind of speaks to that. Another red flag would be if they start training you or giving you exercise immediately without talking to you, that can come up too, to where mm -hmm. it's like, you just, you know, Oh, I hired this trainer. I like the way that they were working somebody else out. And then without even assessing you or talking to you or exp like learning about your prior injuries or whatever, they're putting you through a workout. That's a bad sign. Um, yeah. So that, those would be like two kind of giant red flags for me. And then it, and then it kind of gets a little more granular. You get a little more nitty gritty. You know, I think for her, like, let's say that you told her, like, I want to improve my body composition and I want to get my body weight down. Then if, you know, if she's a sensitive trainer or if they're a sensitive trainer, then it goes into like, well, do you have any triggers in regards to me, you know, collecting your metrics, you know, like looking at your body weight, looking yeah. at your body composition, where do you stand on that stuff? Talking about what your diet is, because that's, you know, that's a huge factor. The person may be like, I'm really uncomfortable with it. And then you have to figure out a workaround. Like I had a client for a while that would just turn around when I weighed her, you know, yeah. Um, and that was like a compromise we kind of got to because it was like, well, I'd like to kind of keep an eye on how this is going since it's, so, since it's, since it's so specific to what your goals are, you know, so there's that, but that, you know, again, that kind of comes later. So I would think if you're just trying to like find somebody and then, you know, I guess you could look at like what their certification is and if they even have one, because, you know, usually these, you know, these corporate gyms will require it, but if you're just kind of like finding somebody online or something, they may not have any certification and that could be a red flag because they're not, they're not in continuing education. They're not, you know, they're yep. not, they're not up on it. I don't know. Did anything jump out at you when I, 
when I was saying that stuff. No, I think that's great because um, it was Riverbeard that asked us asked us the red flags and then also asked, what is the first thing you say to a new client, which you also answered. But I think that that's, um, I think I had the urge, you know, because I also, I've talked about it on the show, but like, I would like to, ha- I would like to have a baby. And so there, that was a big part of the thing where I was like, I can't commit to 11 months I don't know what the next 11 months are going to be like in my life. And do you have anyone here that is a, that is tr- like has a certification on a pregnant person? Like, yeah, pre and postnatal. There's both, yes. there's ways to train for all that stuff. Yeah. And she didn't, she didn't know, which to me means they probably don't, <laughs> but that's, um, but I think that, I think everything you said is a great, like, you know, you don't want, a person that's always on their phone. You don't want a person like a personal trainer that is, um, that gives like, like, um, I would say like if you are expressing some sort of, uh, pain or injury, um, you know, I had trainer make fun of me for not wanting, for wanting to wear like gloves to help with like weight training. And it was like, Oh, okay. Well maybe like, you know, now I can wear gloves if I want to, and I'm not getting, maybe I'm getting judged, but it's not coming from like an, uh, uh, a I higher source. I agree know? with that trainer because they were the Hulk smash gloves. <laughs> Hulk hands. Sometimes you gotta wear Hulk smash gloves. Uh, um, yeah, no, agreed. I mean, and that's, you know, cause it's, it's a tricky question because it's red flags. Number one, you know, like what you're looking for, but yeah, all the stuff Aaron listed, you know, I, I think a good thing too, is if you're at a regular gym watching trainers with other clients and just see if you like their approach, because you yeah. may need somebody, you may want somebody that's like a drill surgeon or, you know, a little more Absolutely, rah, rah, yeah. or you may want somebody that's a little more chill, or you may want more functional exercises. So a good way to, you know, a good way to kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, filter is to just watch and see like, Oh, I really like the way she's talking to her client. That's, that's something I would want, or I like the way he's doing this, or I like their, they seem to be doing, he does a lot of flexibility stuff, you know, whatever it is. Right. You can kind of get that, you know, and then you can do a little kind of homework on, or like a little, I don't know, pre, you know, pre screening on chemistry too. you know, determining what personality type they are. Um, but I don't know if I'd put that in the red flag category. I think the things we kind of listed are, you know, are big. Yeah. The that, biggest. You know, right, yeah. If people not from, from the first second asking what you want out of this red flag. Yeah. Cause that means that they're not, you know, they're, they're disconnected to what they're doing and it may, it, it's, it's certainly no judgment against, cause you said this woman adjusted and was fine, but it's, you know, it's, they're, they're being held prisoner by the corporate structure of the gym. Um, and there are people that you can find good trainers in that system that are, you know, stepping outside of it a little bit. And it's a really good sign if the person is, you know, making eye contact and asking you like, Hey, what do you, what do you want out of this? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I really, I didn't expect to be, she pulled out this form of like all the like neck chest, uh, waist hip. And she was like, okay, so we can't measure your neck. And I was like, 
No, no, I don't want any of this. God, leave me alone. And that is what you're describing, Aaron, is very normal. Having <laughs> yeah. been a trainer yeah. at a corporate gym, there are, you know, you're, you, upper, you find all different types of people that like aren't, you know, I don't want to know what that shit is. <laughs> my neck, I'm good. I don't, I don't, at least, at least my neck, I'm not worried about like, you know. Other stuff. I it does make okay. me want to keep. It does make make me want to sing that dirty song. My neck. Yeah. My back. You guys know the rest. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Anytime somebody says uh, my neck, it pops in my mind. It's like, bro, <laughs> what a what a fucking that song's iconic. Have you ever seen that video of the guy playing it really really slow, like on a guitar at an old folks home? And the old people are just like loving it no, so hard. I want to see that. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it. And by I'll find it, I mean, Jason will find it and then I'll get, send it to you. Um, okay. This is fun. This is from runner tank. Have you guys ever developed a workout for each other? Then done that. That would be fun. Not exactly. I've, Aaron put together the, the step box workout that we did, which was and really the good. The TerraCore one, I think. And the TerraCore one. Yeah. But you, so, I think you should do, I think you should train me. I do think yeah. you should do that one day. Okay. Okay. Put together something and make, make me do it. But if you try to weigh me, Ryan Stanger, I am going to put you on blast. All so right, number hard. one, let's get you on the scale. Number one. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, number um, two, let's try on bathing suits. Like all like the <laughs> most horrible. No, in the bad lighting. And then uh, jeans from the junior section. <laughs> God. What do you, what do you want to do? Like a big bad leg day or something? Um, a <laughs> big bag, big bad leg day. Uh, I don't care. Whatever. Okay. I just, um, I just don't want to do hit training. Okay. Yeah. No, Please. we don't have, I won't make Please you do God. that. No, I will tell you the one thing she had me do back to back today that did kick my ass so hard was just had me sit, do a wall sit. She just mm. wanted to see how long I could do a wall sit. And I was like, you just want me to sit here as long as I can. Okay. So I did a minute and a half, which I think I could have technically done longer, but she was also standing at my feet. Like she was keeping my feet from moving forward. Cool. So she was like, and I was like, we're just like inches away from each other. It's very horrifying. Anyway, so I do a minute and a half. Then she has me hold a plank for mm. as long as I can. And when I realized when I was in a plank, I was trying to squeeze my legs, but they were toasted. And so I, I felt really weak. And so that was humbling. Okay. That's well, and that's a good sign. I do like her getting assessing a baseline level of fitness. Yeah. That's Yeah, she that, did do she did do that, which was good. Before putting you into something, you know, hardcore. Yeah. Because you can see that a lot like these razzle dazzle trainers that are like five hundred jumping jet, you know, it's like doing box <laughs> jumps and shit. And it's like their first day with the person. It's like yes. maybe uh maybe see if they can execute a proper squat, you know, and what their hip mobility is and all that kind of shit first. Yeah. It she she did do those things. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Did I already say which the next what the next one was? I don't think you did. 
Okay. Whew. Okay. It was designing okay. a workout for each other was the last question. Oh yeah. Okay. I like these two questions and by the same person, which I love. Okay. Danny underscore Tonza. Tonza. Okay. Two questions. One. So like Tony Danza or something? Yeah. Danny. T- oh, oh yeah. That's like if you switch the word switch. Okay. That's fun. Okay. Question one. Hey, Can Angela. I work out? <laughs> okay. Sorry, say it ahead. again. Take it. Take Mona. It. <laughs> Pretty big who's the boss head. <laughs> that was a show I watched. Okay. Can I work out after coffee? Will it, will it affect my heart? And two, can I work out after smoking weed? Will it hurt my lungs? <laughs> this is my kind of, this is my kind of question, Danny. Um, okay. I, well, okay. I have something wrong with my heart. I can't remember exactly what it is, but they test me every year to make sure it's not worse or nothing's weird. I think it's a cyst. I think I have a cyst on my heart. That's what it is. Um, so I get a CT scan every year. They're like, great. You're fine. Keep going. I drink Still a cold a Grinch brew. Heart. <laughs> I, what? You got like the I'm, weird little Grinch heart. <laughs> yeah, I got a weird little Grinch heart. My heart is mostly a cyst. So it's. <laughs> it's it grew. God. How much does his you know, heart grow when he like, like uh, when is it three times or ten times? I don't remember. Shit. Heart. These are the questions people need to be asking. Um, and I, I will say, I mean, I work out after my coffee. I work out with my coffee. I work out after my coffee, or bef- I have coffee all the time, and then I work out. So. I'm okay and I'm getting my heart checked, but I would say if you have a heart problem, I'd get it checked and and let us know. <laughs> I think it's common and recommended in some instances to work out with a little caffeine boost. They'll talk about how it can increase your endurance or the intensity of your workout. That being said, I agree with Aaron. If you have some kind of pre-existing condition, you know, it's all, it's all subject to what your doctor says, you know? Yeah. So get that stuff looked at, but it's not uncommon for people to charge up with some coffee and then exercise. Yeah. But that's and if you got the green light from, you know, from all the, from all the doctors, yeah, and beautiful I think if you're, or not beautiful or ugly, whatever the doctor says, you go with it. No matter how skinny they are or whether or not they have a lightning bolt scar Mm-hmm. Giant round glasses. I mean, he has the he has the perfect Harry Potter glasses. I think that if he didn't have those glasses, I might have never thought it. But okay, he got an then, owl named Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nerd. Can I smoke or can I work out after smoking weed? Will it hurt my lungs? I I don't know. I don't think the working out will. The weed might, but yeah, I think if you're going to smoke, you're going to smoke. You know, I mean that's. I'd say work out. I would say, if can I work out after smoking weed? Will it hurt my lungs? Well, one time we had George Basil on, and he always smokes weed before he runs. <laughs> A lot of people do. A yeah. lot of people before they lift weights. Yeah, I don't, but I don't really smoke weed. Oh, wow. You're so much better than everybody. <laughs> no, I. it's not. I, I just, I get really, I get so mean when I smoke weed and that's not what really? to make you do. Yes. I become wow, you're like not a chill stoner. No, I'm like, you want to, 
I'm going to bring up something that's going to ruin our marriage. Like, it's like so insane. So I learned the hard way. I was like, no, that's not for me. Um, but I do think if it's not hurting your lungs, like, it, I mean, it's doing something to your lungs because that's what smoking is. Like, it does stuff to your lungs. But again, take it up with the, a doctor. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, of course, our immediate response to all these are going to be like, ask your doctor first. But yeah. A lot of people do smoke weed before exercise. I wouldn't let it affect me exercise. You know, it's like if I'm going to, well, I'm going to skip exercising. Then I would say it's always better to, to get the workout in. Yeah. And so, and if it helps you like show up for it and work out, then have fun, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And, and if it makes you a chill person, like God bless, you know, cause whatever has going on with me, who knows? Um, we can, I think we have time for like one, maybe yeah, one more. Let's do it. And like we said, we'll get to these other ones um, yeah. on a later episode. So rest assured your questions will be answered. Yeah, there really were a lot. Thank you guys for sending them in. We also have some in email that we haven't gotten to, but we will, we'll do that next time too. Um, so somebody just wrote CM Stang. What do you think that means? It's, um, there's a professional wrestler uh, named CM Punk and with my shaved head, like kind of gray hair, shaved head and beard, people say I look like CM Punk. So people think CM Punk over Matthew Fox. I, yeah, I think you're the only one that's made the Matthew Fox compare a lot of CM Punk. Well, I don't um, know. I'm going to look him up. Okay. I'm going to look him up. Okay. That wasn't the last question. Okay. okay let's see. This best is in the fun. world. Oh, is CM that Punk. him? Yeah. Best in the world. He's the best. Oh, in that's the world. that makes sense now what people were commenting on our last thing. Cause I was like, what? <laughs> and Jason knew exactly what to write. And I was like, okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. This comes to us from Corey underscore Campos. Any ideas for simple all around core strengthening exercises? Thinking for post running. Love this question. We'll jump in. I'm loving. Okay. We've got bird dog and dead bug. Okay. These are two great moves. You can add weight. You don't have to. Um, you could, should I explain what it is? What they are? No, they can look, can look up. it up. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be impossible to stick your arm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, um, is there, you can give some cues. Is there anything that to be careful of while you're doing them? I guess I say, go ahead. I was just going to say like my, the thing that I find is if people, if people add weight, sometimes it changes the move from like a core exercise to an arm exercise. Yeah. And so just, it's not supposed to be like a crazy high uh, weight in your hand if you so choose to use one, it, but you want to think about your, especially in the dead bug, pushing your lower back down to the ground. Mm -hmm. That's just what I was um, going to say. Really? That's what you're going to say? Yeah. You sure you weren't going to say it like, like you were drunk? <laughs> I mean, I was going to mess up how I said it and <laughs> mispronounce some things. And <sighs> um, Okay. So those two, I love a dumbbell, a plank dumbbell pull through. That's one of my favorite core moves. It's where you're in plank and you pull a dumbbell from like kind of under your hand position. So you're and you don't wiggle your hips. So your abs have to stay really tight. 
That's a fun one. Um, wood choppers and, and uh, halos are also fun. Yeah. A little, I, a little more active, I guess, those two. I agree with all that. The, all those sound great. You know, you could do like traditional crunches on a physio ball. Um, oh, yeah. Or you a can do some ball. Yeah. Bosu ball. You could do some glute bridges. Um, you know, you could do some supermans, um, you know, kind of firing up the, the lower back and you know, that kind of stuff yeah, too. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, yeah. All that. And then that'll get you on the floor and then you'll probably, probably be more likely to stretch too. Yeah. Um, and take a little nap, take a little nap. Be proud of yourself for a few minutes. Yeah. Gratitude. Nap. <laughs> Slap a yeah. dude. Slap a dude. Well, we did it, man. That's a lot of questions we got through today. We went for it. Whew. We jumped right in. We had we got waylaid a little bit by Ratatouille. Impossible not to talk about it. A little bit of Sister Act in there, but we got oh to the bottom gosh, of Harvey Keitel. It's been so Keitel. long since then. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate you guys asking these questions. If you have more, of course, send them to our socials at the Dumbbells, uh, Instagram, Twitter. We're using them all. We got a lot of help. We got some help now on it on uh, socials now, so things are different. Um. But guaranteed, if you guys asked a question in this round, we will answer it the next time. Uh, our part two, listener questions, part two. Stay part tuned two. for that. Yep. Well, you ready to go? Yeah. Ask the dumbbells at Gmail is our email. <laughs> I should have said that, huh? It's all right. <laughs> oh, man. You're asking the Ask tough ones. <laughs> well, you ready to go? Good radio. Man, I'm a professional. What uh, else? What else? Ask what the else? dumbbells at gmail.com. Um, we do check it. We will have those questions on too. Also, send us your flexes. I think we have like one, one in one of the questions. So let's hit us up with those flexes. If you've been hitting some some goals, getting some gains, let us know. Yeah, people have been doing it on Instagram, um, and so we'll repost that. If you guys tag us yeah. in your gym pics and all that kind of stuff, you can watch for those in our stories. We're um, we're trying to get a little bit of a, a social media, you know, storm going, and it's we kind of are, kind of yeah. are. Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. So, on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan and all our wonderful contributing listeners out there, we like to remind you to train dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. That was a HeadGum Podcast.